Well, hello! How are we doing? Uh, making some minor adjustments to uh, my stuff here. There we go. Okay. So, uh, good morning. It's uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, August 4th, 2020. Tuesday, August 4th, 2020. Just another day. Um, I guess we should start with bitter, bitter, party of one for bitter. <laughs> uh, in an interview, uh, Trump uh, spoke to Axios uh, on uh, HBO uh, that aired uh, uh, yesterday, Monday night, last night. He refused to praise the uh, late civil rights icon, represent Representative John Lewis. John Lewis, who was beaten on that bridge fighting for civil rights, and he refused to praise him, uh, citing his Lewis's decision not to attend Trump's inauguration or any of his State of the Union speeches. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I thought we were done with grade school. You didn't come to my party. I'm not going to your party. I'm sorry. You didn't come to my party. I'm not going to your funeral. Oh, this is just disgusting. And the disgust got worse, if you can believe it. When speaking about John Lewis, the civil rights leader, the guy that did more for, for uh, uh, the race than almost anybody in history. Donald Trump says, no one has done more for African Americans than me. That's a quote. Donald Trump said that. When speaking about John Lewis, almost in the same sentence, he said, no one has done more for African Americans than me. That's your president saying that. I just want that to sink in. <sighs> anyway, body cam footage of the George Floyd, uh, Floyd murder was leaked. In the video, uh, Mr. Floyd said he couldn't breathe pretty early on um, when Chauvin was kneeling on his neck. To which Chauvin responded, you got breathe enough to speak, something like that. He said, I don't know his exact word. I don't remember his exact words, but you can, you can breathe enough to speak. I, we talked about this. We talked about what happens when, when the blood is being cut off to your brain. This doesn't normally happen to a person. Your blood's not getting any oxygen. So your brain automatically equates, equates that to, I can't breathe. Even though you're breathing, no oxygen is getting to your brain. So you think you can't breathe, but you're still able to talk. You just can't breathe. I equate this to a person who's been beheaded. The guillotine is, is a really disgusting device. It's quick. Let me tell you it's quick. But when it happens, the person is still alive. Their head is still alive for like a minute until the oxygen is gone. And they're like, oh, I'm fine. I just can't talk. They don't realize it. They can't talk because they have no air coming out of their mouth and their mouth is just opening and trying to make words. 
It's the same thing. You cut off blo- uh, blood to the brain and your, your brain says, I can't breathe. That's what's happening. This is what happens when you put people who are uneducated in places of power. We've already talked about one before I was talking about Chauvin. <clears throat> so, Trump tweeted, <clears throat> Nevada's clubhouse governor made it impossible for Republicans to win the state. Uh, he was uh, uh, referring to the uh, Nevada's uh, Senate passage of legislation that would send every active registered voter a mail-in ballot ahead of the November elections. Uh, uh, the Nevada, Nevada governor, uh, Steve Sisolak, uh, who's a, he's a Democrat, by the way, is expected to sign the bill, and he will sign the bill right away. And uh, in, a, in a further attack, uh, 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 by the way, uh, uh, Trump said that he's trying to steal the election uh, uh, away from Republicans by letting more people, uh, getting uh, making it easier for people to vote. That's stealing an election. Republicans know that the more people who vote, the less likely they'll be elected. That's, that's always true. There are more Democrats registered, but Republicans are more likely to show up at the polls. Anyway, or mail in their ballots. Actually, Republicans uh, mail in their ballot more than uh, uh, Republic uh, than Democrats do. Uh, anyway, uh, Trump uh, uh, also tweeted in that uh, 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 in that tweet: "Post office could never handle the traffic of mail in votes without preparation." And. Uh, 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 the uh, um, administration critics, I guess, is the best way to say it, are, are warning that Trump is currently attempting to sabotage or undermine the uh, U.S. Postal Service. Uh, uh, the president, by the way, added a slander. Using COVID to steal the state. See you in court. Typical Trumpism. See you in court. Anyway, uh, the post office... Uh, the Postal Service has ample capacity. This is a statement by the Postal Postal Service, by the way. The Postal Service has ample capacity to adjust our nationwide processing and delivery network to meet projected election and political mail volume, including any additional volume that may result as a response to COVID-19 pandemic. Um, and yesterday morning, Trump attacked vote by mail and USPS capacity to handle an election where people are voting aren't voting in person, tweeting that the post office could never handle the traffic of mail-in votes without preparation. (sighs) At the uh, COVID press conference, you know, the federal one that Trump kicked out all the doctors, he got a new doctor, of course. Anyway, uh, at the COVID press conference, Donald Trump claimed he had the right to stop mail-in ballots in November. Again, just like everything else he says, he is beyond full of himself. He has no idea. He's, he's full of shit and full of himself at the same time. He has no idea what he's talking about. He doesn't know the law. He doesn't know. He thinks he's a god. He thinks he's a deity. He thinks he can do anything he damn pleases. He thinks he's a dictator. Donald Trump cannot stop vote by mail. 
Let me tell you that right now. Very simple. God, what a moron he is. Uh, The Census Bureau announced Monday evening that field data collection will end up a full month earlier than originally planned. Oh, man. You're in for a, 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 a... a loud voice right now from me. Uh, this is a sign that the uh, Trump administration has abandoned its plan to extend the window for counting the nation's population, which it earlier said it needed uh, to be longer because of the uh, COVID uh, pandemic, um, uh, to be to be able to count the households. Uh, uh, households must complete the survey by September 30th rather than October 31st. Uh, as the Census Bureau had announced when it adjusted plans due to the virus. And and I've talked about this before. My very first uh, um, uh, uh, podcast was about this. I am well-versed in this. The lapdog, Dillingham, said, accelerate the completion of data collection and apportionment counts. The Census Bureau new plan reflects our continued commitment to conduct a complete count, provide accurate apportionment data, and protect the health and safety of the public and our workforce. The Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights under law said it condemned the plan to shorten collection in no uncertain terms because it could lead to missing millions in black and immigrant committees. I've talked about this before. Dillingham was installed in January of uh, 2019 as the new head of the census. The others had had been there for decades. Um, This was the plan all along by Republicans to undercount and keep themselves in power for another 10 years. It was said on January 3rd of this year by uh, Newsweek. Oh, no, no, no. U.S. News and World Report. That's what it was. And they said that Republicans are expected to take a bath. That everywhere you look, Republicans are either down or even. They are going to lose seats in Congress in the next count. Unless the Republicans claim that they can't finish a count, so they're going to estimate it. By whose estimate? This is an attack on the Constitution. It's an attack on the people. It's an attack on Congress. It's an attack on your vote. This is very, very serious. I know what I'm talking about. He was installed in 2019. Immediately, he used covid to delay when in actuality it was the perfect time to make a count because everybody was home. It was the perfect time to make a count. You could have finished in weeks instead of months. So he delayed it. And then after the delay, he said, oh, okay, we're going to extend it till April. And then he found out uh, under the Constitution, you can't extend it till, till April. The president can't extend it till April, it has to be finished by December. So he asked Congress for an extension till April. And then Congress gave him the extension till April, which was a bad idea anyway, because they were planning on extending it till April because uh, there were going to be challenges in the Supreme Court. And uh, the Supreme Court 
uh, uh, goes um, on uh, hiatus at the end of uh, April, uh, at the end of uh, uh, March or April. I forget. End of April. Yeah, end of April. That's when it was. So uh, this is what they were, uh, they were planning all along. But now they got something even better. Now they're going to start the count five months late. Five months late. Because they said they had to prepare because of COVID. Five months late, they're going to start the account and finish one month early. What do you think is going to happen? I want you to think clearly about this. I, please, use your critical thinking skills and tell me what you think is going to happen. Have you thought about it? This is a massive attack on your freedoms by the director and by Trump who installed him. Man, I can't say enough about this. Stephen Stephen Dillingham should be thrown in frickin' prison for what he's doing. And what did this five months, five months of planning do for the safety of enumerators in the field? What did they get for that? I'll tell you what they got in their little census bag. They got one mask and a three-ounce bottle of sanitizer. That's what they got. That's what five months of delay to plan for the COVID uh, virus. That's what they got. A one mask and a three-ounce bottle of sanitizer. Who the hell do you think you are? I'm really, if you haven't noticed, I'm a little angry about this. Donald Trump has pulled the old green hornet thing. Uh, This is, by the way, this is a good um, crossword clue. Uh, Green hornets take 50%. It's spelled out, 50%. Um, Anyway. uh, uh, (laughs) Donald Trump claimed that when TikTok sells, whether it's Microsoft or somebody else, or if it's uh, the Chinese... Uh, what the price, whatever the price the United States could, I'm sorry, I'm reading his words. You know how he tweets. He, 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 it doesn't, it's, it's word salad. It doesn't make sense. Let me try again. Whether it's Microsoft or somebody else, or if it's the Chinese hyphen, what the price is, comma, the United States could hyphen, should get a very large percentage of that price. Because we're we're making it possible. Oh man, I, I I I wish we had an intelligent leader that knew how to write. Um, uh, seriously, is this insane? What is he basing this on? That that the United the United States can take some of this sale of uh, of the money from the sale of this company. What is he basing this on? Seriously? Wow. Uh, Chinese state media labeled the U.S. a rogue 
country, which I sort of agree with with this president, and dubbed the potential sale of social media firm TikTok to Microsoft as theft, adding that Beijing could retaliate if the deal is sealed. Let's move on to more BS. Uh, There isn't a scientist Trump doesn't like. Fauci said the opposite of Trump on everything, including hydroxychloroquine. So he shut Fauci down uh, by not allowing him uh, in the COVID press conferences or talking to the press. And and now he got Dr. Burks. And the first time she she gives uh, coronavirus warnings, watch for him to stop her from speaking. He's already pulled her aside, as he said in a press conference. And then he he goes, well, I think that we're doing very well, and we have done as well as any nation. I told Dr. Burks, I think we're doing very well. She was in my office a little while ago. She's a person I have a lot of respect for. And I'm just referring to the fact that I I thought that, really, they should say the job we've done. I think we're just doing very well. Wow. Of course, this was right after Burks had given a warning for rural areas specifically that the the disease was spreading too easily. Uh, and uh, uh, rural and urban is spreading all over the place. I mean, that was her, her basic uh, words. And Trump's saying, we're doing very well. That's what we're doing. Uh, in an interview, Dr. Fauci uh, uh, he talked about uh, why other countries did well during the beginnings of the pandemic, and maybe Trump should begin listening to Fauci again because he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He thinks he knows everything, but he doesn't. <clears throat> Fauci said, if you look at what happened in Europe, and this is a quote, by the way, if you look at what happened in Europe when uh, they shut down or locked down or went to shelter in place, however you want to describe it, they really did it to the tune of about 95% of the country that did that. When you actually look at what we did, even though we shut down, even though it created a great deal of difficulty, we really functionally shut down only about 50% in the sense of the totality of the country. Which means when we reached our peak as uh, when when they reached their peak as they did, they came down almost to a low baseline. He, when he says, he's talking about uh, uh, Europe and other countries, uh, a low baseline. We came up and, uh, but take a look at what happened to our baseline. We came up, down, and then we plateaued at about 20,000 cases a day. So we started off with a very difficult, difficult baseline of transmission that was going on at the time that we tried to open up uh, the country. So what he's saying basically is, uh, uh, let's take the EU as an example. They shut down 95% of their economy and they dropped the cases to almost nil. And then they were able to have some uh, uh, normalcy for a while. Uh, of course, now they're, they're getting uh, um, some surges in areas and they may have to shut down again. But uh, they had a better time of it because they shut down completely for a while. We did not shut down completely, so we never really recovered from the first wave. Except for a couple places in the United States, 
where the Democratic governors got very strict. I mean, but generally, no, we never really recovered. So, <clears throat> Deutsche Bank launched an internal investigation into longtime personal banker of uh, the longtime personal banker of President Donald Trump and his son-in-law Jared Kushner, uh, according to the New York Times. Uh, Trump relied heavily on the bank for loans when other top banks refused to do business with him after a series of bankruptcies and defaults. He still owes hundreds of millions of dollars to the financial giant, you know, to Deutsche Bank. Uh, Kushner's family also borrowed millions from the bank. Now, those of you who say that Trump is a good leader because he's a good businessman should realize what they're saying. A con man makes money. Does that make him a good businessman because he's stealing from people? And that's what that is. What do you think would happen to you if you decided not to pay your, your house loan, your home loan? What, what do you think would happen to you? I'm asking a legitimate question. So why hasn't... Uh, Trump paid back hundreds of millions of dollars to Deutsche Bank. And why does Deutsche Bank not, still not own all those properties? Why haven't they seized properties from Donald Trump? Anyway, uh, both Trump and Kushner were clients of Rosemary Vrablick. That's a tough name. Vrablick? Starts with a V-R. Uh, a, a managing director and senior private uh, banker at Deutsche Bank said, uh, uh, said the, the bank opened an investigation into an apartment which Vrablick and two other colleagues at the bank bought for $1.5 million in June 2013 from a company called Burgle 715 Associates. Burgle is not spelled like burglary. It's, <laughs> it should be. It's spelled B-E-R-G-E-L. The review was opened after Kushner revealed in his annual personal financial disclosure uh, filed last week that he and his wife, Ivanka Trump, had earned between $1 million and $5 million last year from Burgle 715 Associates. Where have we heard that name before? Uh, Kushner owned a stake in the company uh, when Vrablick, the, the, the banker, uh, bought the apartment. So there's probably some, oh, I hate to use this word because we've been using it so much. There's probably some quid pro quo going on over there. You know, we're going to give you bank loans even though you're millions and millions and millions of dollars in debt uh, and haven't paid back other loans. I like this apartment in New York. You know? Anyway. Uh, moving on. Hurricane... Uh, ooh, it's not... I, I, I think I said I, I, Isaias last time. It's Isaias. Is, is, I thought it was Isaias. I don't know. Maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. And it is Isaias. Anyway, Hurricane Isaias is... Uh, it's, it's really, I've been looking at it. It's a similar track to Hurricane Agnes. And I talked about this yesterday. Uh, and I thought it was 70, 74. I, I looked it up. It's 72. Uh, if Isaiah, Isaias 
squeezes off the coast uh, when passing North Carolina, we could see a serious turn where the storm could raise to a Cat 2 or 3. Uh, its track would only need to move about 50 miles east because uh, if you look at the map, North Carolina has like a little, a little ledge on the east coast uh, of, a, of about, oh, I don't know, what is that, about 100 miles maybe? something like that uh just just south of the chesapeake bay which makes it open ocean if if sies hits that it's going to gain energy and it's going to do some serious damage so i mean the other weather people think it's not going to do that uh so they're probably right i don't know enough about weather but it looks pretty similar to the track by uh agnes but we'll see what happens we'll see what happens Maybe I'll be known as the, uh, uh, the person who saw the future. <laughs> um, hmm, that's Deutsche Bank. Yeah. Oh, here we go. You know this woman, Mackenzie Scott. She's changed her name. Uh, the fourth richest woman in the world announced on Tuesday that she had dropped... The last part of her name, Bezos, and donated $1.7 billion to 119 nonprofits with an, with an emphasis on racial equality, marginalized groups, and economic mobility. That's uh, uh, Miss uh, Mackenzie Scott Bezos who used to be married to Jeff Bezos and got half of his fortune. Uh, Miss Scott, I'm available, you know, <laughs> if you need me for anything. Uh, anyway, uh, that's it for today. It is Tuesday, August 4th, 2020. Tuesday, August 4th, 2020. Thanks for listening. Listen tomorrow if you can. Tell friends about it if you can. I really enjoy doing this. Uh, I'm hoping I can continue it. I'm about to start some full-time work, but we'll see. Uh, full-time temporary work, anyway. Um, but I'll, I will continue to try. Some of them might end up being short, but I'll uh, uh, do what I can. Uh, this is Peter Lawrence, and I'm uh, reporting from Los Angeles. Please remember to tell your friends about me.